And this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> it's not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm joining this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Two friends, one in mental health and one in public health, decided to get together in the midst of a mind blowing pandemic. To bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome to the uh-huh. challenge. <laughs> okay, one more time. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, here we are for... I think this is our last brain and body of the season. Yes, it is. Welcome, everyone. My goodness. Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. And for those of you who are just joining us, you have an entire literal catalog of stuff to listen to. Yes. We have recorded. This will be what? I think episode 94. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. And so just to let you know, I mean, you have, you're going to have 100 episodes. We're literally going to 100 episodes to listen to whenever you need to, whenever you want a pick me up, encouragement, empowerment, and brain and body weekly is, is, is going to be incredible too. Um, we've done several of them. We love doing them because yeah. I'm from public. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not from public health. You're from public I'm from health. Public health. <laughs> I'm from mental health. So it gives us an opportunity to share with you research, thoughts, opinions from um, from from the fields of mental and public health, and then all. It, it gives us an opportunity to just kind of share what it is that we're passionate about um, because you've heard a lot of things. I mean, obviously on the podcast, we talk about many different topics, mm-hmm. but this is, you know, what we're, what we're researching, what we're studying, what we're practicing um, as well. And uh, it's good to give this knowledge and share this knowledge with you out there because you, you all have made uh, this kind of series that we've been doing it you've been making this one of our most popular ones so thank you thank you so much y'all oh my goodness we appreciate it (laughs) yes indeed that's right we're on our best behavior on these we are that's true we try really hard (laughs) (laughs) we try really hard oh my goodness absolutely because if nothing else we're professionals and we understand, <laughs> I mean, we're people, but we're professionals That's and right. we understand that, you know, it's just so important to, um, to be able to have dynamic conversations about, about topics, issues that are important in our communities and our world. So, yeah. so important. I mean, and there is that mind body connection. That's um, there's right. a lot going on. I mean, from the COVID-19 vaccine trials that are going on mm-hmm. to, you know, we, we've had an uptick in the amount of suicides. Yeah. There have been yeah. um, countless people who have felt the pain of being isolated for yeah. uh, a, a number of months. And then you also have um, just public health crisis in terms of even just the hand sanitizers being recalled like yeah you know 
folks are really struggling. That's cannot right. find Lysol, cannot find disinfectant. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, are are confused on what to take if you get uh, diagnosed with COVID. That's um, right. There's so yeah. much out there, and so I think you know we could talk about a whole lot of things, but I think ultimately we try to give you just a snapshot of some things for you to look at mm-hmm. because there is a lot there's a lot and um and you all we don't want you to get overwhelmed but we do want you to be thinking about you know your own life and the changes that you may want to make and the things that you may be wanting to research for yourself i that- tell you that's so important that's right yeah, I'm actually glad you said that, Joy, because, you know, I just I have to say something that just popped onto my heart before we start. Mm-hmm. It's actually it comes from just a conversation I had in the past with someone that made me realize something. For those of you out there, you know, I, I know the article I'm going to talk about today is not about coronavirus. You know, there's a lot going on. There's so much research still to be done, still coming out. Um, and so I'm actually going to talk about something different. But. I, I recognize that there's a lot of information out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I just want to tell everybody, just when it comes to getting information about what's going on, I just want you to be careful of your source. You know, one thing is, I believe that when you're looking up something, you can go to a, go to a reputable source. Okay, it's fine if someone tells you something. You know, I always suggest go back, look it up yourself. You know, check out some of the major news stations, check out some of the major journal articles. You know, and just uh, have a, your own understanding, right? Because I think that there's a danger when you start to just go out into the you know the wide web and just find things or Google videos and you hear things from people and it it can be confusing. It can be overwhelming. Some of it's misinformation. So I just want to encourage people, you know, check your sources, make sure you're getting up to date news, make sure you're going to the places that's doing the research, you know, just make sure you're checking your sources out there. And one last thing that I know really and truly we, many of us may have heard of, um, there's been an issue, at least in this area, probably I'm sure around the world and probably around the, um, our country, absolutely, with people who are sick, say, you know, this is just an example, but say someone is having chest pains, they're not wanting to go to the hospital for various reasons, um, not just because of fear of getting sick with COVID, but just fear of, oh, well, I don't want to overwhelm the hospitals that are already overwhelmed. Let me tell you, if you are sick or feeling ill in any way and you need to be seen by your physician, even if you have to call your healthcare provider, even if you have to go to, you know, a clinic, whatever you need to do, make sure you're seen. Don't just try to tough it out. I think that's just a part of taking care of ourselves and being smart. Go get checked out. You know, there are safety precautions. We can be safe, but at least call your doctor. So I just wanted to get that out there before we started. Yeah. Those were some things that kind of came up. Yeah. Um, just recently, actually. So absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Check the source. And if all else fails and, and you're not really sure what's going on or if it's reputable, mm-hmm. you're right. You need to contact your health professional. And some things just simply have to be returned to sender absolutely. because they are not <laughs> uh, reputable. And uh, there is no 
there's no study to back up whatever findings you're reading. So Mm -hmm. be very careful. Absolutely. Be very, very careful. And for those of you who have have been reading conflicting stories about Mm -hmm. different drugs and what have you, just keep in mind, if you are doing the basics, Mm -hmm. you are wearing your mask, you're disinfecting, you're you're washing your hands, you're not touching your face, Mm -hmm. you have done more than enough, even in that. Okay. That's some of you right. saying, well, I know somebody, I know you do. I know everyone knows someone that has done that and still ended up with um, COVID-19. Yeah. But the reality is you can only do your part. That's right. Okay. That's right. Do your part, do the best you can. And we're going to, we're going to get through this. It's been mm-hmm. hard. Um, and for all the families who have lost loved ones, for everyone who is yeah. fighting right now, for all the doctors, healthcare professionals mm-hmm. on the front lines who are exhausted and they've reported being exhausted, just keep in mind, you know, uh, we are thinking of you, uh, we are with you, we're standing with you, and I believe that we are going to see the other side of this, and it's unfortunate that it's um, resulted in so many lives lost yeah. and, and so many things placed on hold, but you know what, let's, let's continue to, to really, it's not even about being positive, but just moving mm-hmm. forward and mm-hmm. continuing to do the things that uh, prevent the spread of COVID. That's, that's right. That's right. Thank you for saying that because that's true. Yeah. That's, so important that's so important don't stop stay committed that's right (laughs) that's right yeah well let me jump into my article today like i said y'all this is not about coronavirus but it's interesting because this article came uh, well i came across it and it reminded me of a conversation i think it was yeah you and you and i had joy Mm -hmm. and we were actually recently talking about all of the new skincare brands coming out onto the market um (laughs) you all i won't just start naming brands but there's a bunch there there's a lot i mean between uh famous people artists actors there are just skincare brands galore and i remember thinking about those brands and saying man but I have skincare that I trust that really works. What is in this skincare and, and is it really going to do something for your skin? Mm. And so interestingly enough, I came across an article. It's actually um, written in alive.com. That's the online magazine. But the original post was in the dermae.com. And this was written by Crystal Robbins back in January January 1st, 2020. So it's funny, the beginning of this year, Crystal Robbins writes this article and it's called Skin Goals, Five Natural Ingredients to Look Out For. And the small caption says, you'll be seeing these natural skincare ingredients everywhere this year and you should definitely try them out. So I I love that she decided to write an article about natural ingredients that you need to know the name of because how many times have we looked at the back of our face cream or face oil or something like that and just could not pronounce one word Mm. other than water. Mm -mm. So (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought that this was very important. I thought this was something really we can take with us through life, not just for skincare for your face, but for body care, just in general, words to know. So I'm just going to go through the list quickly that she has here. And I definitely encourage you all to even do further research because I'm sure the list is so much longer, but these are just the main ones she lists here. And the first one that I know very well in general is activated charcoal. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all, I love a good charcoal mask. That's something yes. that really, I have oily acne prone skin that does wonders on my face. And she says here that it's a super magnetic ingredient that's being used more frequently for its detoxifying properties. And mm-hmm. I think it actually is a gentle exfoliant, which is something that I learned after using it. But activated charcoal, actually, I think they use that um, in some toothpaste as well. I may be wrong. Like They do. Toothpaste. I love it. I've Have used charcoal it? toothpaste. I've uh-huh. used it um what about six months or so um and I loved it I think that you have to look at what brand obviously Uh and what it is that you want it to do some people just Mm -hmm. wanted it because they wanted whiter teeth but Mm -hmm. you also have to keep in mind uh you know you want to take care of your gums have healthy gums you want to take care of the plaque and things like that so essentially you you also want to look for uh, a toothpaste mm. that is multifaceted not just yeah. to whiten your teeth obviously <laughs> you're going to get activated charcoal make sure with a toothpaste that it also takes care of plaque and all those other things. Uh, That's right. And you know, that's actually a good point because when you think about how, at least for in my, um, in what I've seen is when you see activated charcoal is usually in a mask, which is just one part of the skincare routine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm like, I like that you added that because really and truly that's just one piece. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely one that she said. Number two was vitamin C, which mm-hmm. I think is becoming more and more popular. And so she talks about just in general how vitamin C is is um, important an important nutrient for our health in general because we talk about needing to eat vitamin C and things like that. And she says, but it also does wonders for your skin as an essential component in the body's natural production of collagen. Now I did not know that. So, yes, I have yeah. vitamin C moisturizer, which I use every oh, single yeah. day. Love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I got something. That's why I love some of these um, makeup bags, because they give you products to try. And vitamin C was one. I think I had a cream with it in there. And over time, I started to notice that it really did even out my skin tone some. Mm-hmm. And so just even hearing about the collagen and, and just correcting sun damage is so important. And so, and, and like I just said, it definitely brightens your skin, evens your skin. So vitamin C was another one. Number three, again, which is something I think is becoming more popular. I'm hearing more people talk about this now is hyaluronic acid. Mm. And, I'll be honest, the first time I heard about hyaluronic acid years and years ago, I remember thinking I'm not putting an acid on my face. <laughs> so, you know, that's just, it sounds scary. But what she says, and this is, I've, I've used products with hyaluronic acid in it, and I can definitely attest to this, is that it increases skin moisture, it improves elasticity, and it diminishes the appearance of fine, of fine lines. And I can say that it's something about the hyaluronic acid that allows your skin to absorb more 
moisture. And oh my goodness, that is true. Again, I have oily skin and I've used products with hyaluronic acid in it. And I, it's like it allows the products to that I put on after it, like say it's in the oil, it allows products after it to really absorb into my skin. And oh my goodness, I never knew. So if you're afraid mm-hmm. of the fact that it says acid, it's, it's healthy. Okay, it's a good thing. So it's not like Batman when the Joker fell into like the bad acid. (laughs) No, it's not that kind of acid. No, it's definitely not that kind of acid, and it's definitely not that strong. Um, It's a completely (laughs) different compound. So, (laughs) thankfully, thankfully. So, that's another big one right there. And you know, hey, I'm all for anti aging, healthy with wrinkles. So, Mm -hmm. that's another one. That's right. which we've all heard of this, right? It's vitamin E. We've oh, heard yes. about this. And they actually, she said that it's one of the best known anti- um, antioxidants used for overall skin health, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talks about how it's found in many skincare products. And it's really good for moisturizing and its conditioning properties. So yes. another thing about vitamin E is that it protects the skin from the harmful effects of solar radiation. And so Mm. it acts as a free radical scavenger, you guys. Mm. So Mm. basically, it helps repair damaged skin. It helps protect your skin. That is something, again, that I just, I did not know some of these properties. And so actually, I'm actually going to start reading to make sure my skincare has vitamin E in it. So Yes, and if you don't have it in it, you can use it. You can get the drops from any health goods store or online when you just utilize vitamin E and you can put it directly on your skin or your scalp. Those who have any sort of scalp conditions or what Mm -hmm. have you, Mm -hmm. vitamin E can really uh, restore hair loss. It helps Mm -hmm. regrowth, all kinds of things. So definitely Mm -hmm. important. Oh, I love that. And see, that's how I've heard it for for hair a little bit more. But even knowing about hair loss, it, you know, it's crazy how these um, things, we did not know a lot of the properties that some of these um, vitamins and different ingredients had. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. just, I think that's huge. I mean, vitamin E, y'all. And really, you can use it, like you said, Joy, all over your skin. Yeah. And so another one, she said, number five, and there's like a bonus one down here, but Number five she talks about is tea tree oil. Mm-hmm. I use it every day. Oh, yeah. I actually just yep. used it yesterday on my scalp. I have a scalp condition, and it absolutely, it doesn't take it all away, but it helps certain areas. Mm-hmm. And so they actually call it nature's first aid treatment for skin. And so um, yeah. it's definitely, you see it used, like you said, Joy, they have the oils, they put it in mm-hmm. soap because of its antifungal and antibacterial benefits. And mm-hmm. um, it helps healing and it helps in prevent infection and that's another thing that helps when you have certain skin conditions especially certain scalp conditions uh certain kinds of dandruff really it helps deal with the fungus and the bacteria and so they actually say that tea tree oil can be a great substitute for benzoyl peroxide and can treat acne without the negative side effects of peeling and redness that's true. Tea tree oil is is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I shave my hair, uh-huh. I always use tea tree oil. Oh, uh, really? I think that it's very important to use. And of course, you mix it with 
uh, a coconut oil or something like that uh, because it's so strong. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just put it directly on the skin unless, you know, antiseptically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to put it in something that's going to kind of be a little bit more gentle. So I always put a few drops in some coconut oil mm-hmm. before putting it on my skin in any area. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. That's really mm-hmm. good. So really, mm-hmm. that sounds like even for those, um, if you shave any part of your body, yeah. just mm-hmm. do a mixture like that and just put mm-hmm. that on moisturizer. Yep, it yes. does not cause any breakouts or mm-hmm. uh, over oiliness. That's one thing I love about coconut oil. Huh? It really does. It um, it it absorbs well into the skin. Yeah, it does. That's true. Yeah. Yes, it does. That's a good one. Thank you. Because I feel like that right there, um, I just started using it on certain spots, like on my scalp. And y'all, I have seborrheic dermatitis. It's really bad dandruff. And so certain spots will get inflamed and it actually helped it go down some, those certain mm-hmm. spots. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's amazing. And, you know, kind of along that same line, this is something that actually the author put in, you know, like the red box because it's still, you know, there's still more research to be done, but she talks about CBD and we hear a lot about CBD now, um, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of newer when it comes to being included into certain things like skincare. And obviously this is the non-psychoactive component of hemp, you know, is we're not talking about that, but the thing (laughs) about CBD oil and again, I can really attest for a lot of this. Um, it really helps to relieve inflammation. And some things that I didn't know about CBD, it does a lot, but it says that it can treat acne again. It can soothe conditions such as eczema and psoriasis. Mm. And so, I mean, they even talk about for those, you know, I've known people who have um, eczema all over their body. They were talking about how you can have bath bombs and you kind of like how they do the oatmeal where you put it in the bath water and you soak in it and let it kind of penetrate your skin. Yes. And deal with that. So um, I, CBD, she talks about how we're going to learn more research, more things here, a lot more about this as time goes on. And we already are since really since this article was written, but that was a big one. And I will say this is not skincare, but you know, there's certain CBD creams that actually helps joint inflammation. And I can attest to it. I have, again, a neck issue where they use, my doctor used some of this on me and it actually helped relieve some of the swelling. So mm-hmm. I, I would say as kind of a bonus, look out for CBD in your skincare products, you know, obviously test it on your skin, make sure you don't have any allergies, but Hey, I just thought that it was amazing that she wrote this article because of all the skincare coming out. I don't think it's so much of looking at the name that's on the bottle, you know, yep. um, it's about, or, or really how cute the bottle is. This is about what is going on your face because what goes on your skin is getting into your body. Your skin is an yeah. organ and it's absorbing what you're putting on it. So yeah. we do need to be aware and conscious and we need to make sure that we're using things that's going to help us rather than hurt us. So that is my article for today. That's awesome. All about how we can be well, but you got to pay attention to the label. I mean, that's, that's right. it. You do. Check the label. Um, and a lot of times we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to go by 
what other people have said or the amount that it costs must mean that it's so much better. Mm. You know, you want to check your labels and that goes for food, right? That goes for anything that you're putting on or in your body. You want to check the label. I mean, I think that that's, that really is something that could be used in, in, in when we're talking about wellness and public health, you know, you definitely want to check the label. Absolutely. You know, people have even been talking about, well, what are you putting in my vaccine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to know what's in our vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to know what's in our medicine, how they're going to impact us. That's A right. lot of times we get prescriptions and we don't even read what the 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 description of the prescription says, the side yeah. effects. Uh, we don't even read what the medicine is supposed to be initially used for. Absolutely. So checking labels and doing your research and, you know, utilizing those life-giving, um, the, the, the uh, products that you talked about, mm-hmm. those are so, so important because wellness starts at home with what That's we're right. doing. Before you go out to doctor or to uh, the store to try something, mm-hmm. you know, look at first and foremost, what am I doing at home? What are the things that are naturally found in nature that, that I could be utilizing. That's right. Right. Instead of all of the, you know, spending hundreds of dollars on things that you can't even pronounce. That's right. That's yeah. So I think that that's, that's key mm-hmm. right now. And I think as we, as we look at that and really go forward, um, you know, that's a challenge to all of you Absolutely. is, you know, making sure that you're not putting things inside or outside of your body that you know very little about and that really um you know you can't pronounce you don't know what it's there for and you're just trying stuff out don't don't do that to yourself that's don't do that to yourself so that's i agree with you i think Mm -hmm. i think that's good for people to know the charcoal the vitamin e even the acid cbd Mm -hmm. there are so many good things out there uh for you if you would you know Stop trying to be like a celebrity and more yeah. so get back to basics. Even like the apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Get, just get back to basics. That's right. You know, right. love that. I love that. I feel like, you know, like back to the garden. Anyway. We have to. <laughs> That's right. Get back to the garden. And so, well, I am coming from the mental health standpoint. And I, I was literally just reading an article from Farnham Street. Mm-hmm. Some of you have not heard of Farnham Street. Um, I had not heard of Farnham Street, but uh, it's a blog for those who uh, are concerned with self improvement. Mm. Uh, Farnham Street, F A R N A M Street, F S, basically helps you to master the best of what other people have already figured out. That's interesting huh. that they say that, but it's all about mental tools mental tools that help you to grow. And one of the articles uh, is called, is vulnerability a choice? Hmm. Which is interesting because I, I always thought it was a choice, yeah. you know, and as a clinician, as someone who works with clients of all kinds of backgrounds, I've always looked at vulnerability as a choice. Like you can choose to open up or not. Right. Mm-hmm. But Farnham street says, being vulnerable is not a choice. It's a reality of living. Huh. It's what we do with the vulnerability 
can either open doors to a deeper connection with others or with ourselves, or it throws up more walls. Wow. So it's the doing with the vulnerability, right? And so I think when we think about being vulnerable, it it really lends itself to like exposure. Hmm. Like, why would you choose to be vulnerable? Why would you choose to expose yourself to open up? Because essentially you risk something in doing that. You risk being attacked. You risk people, you know, misconstruing what you've said. You you just take a risk when mm. you choose what there again is my word to be vulnerable. Mm. Farnham Street says at the basic biological level, it seems to make very little sense. Uh, we can easily get hurt. We could be killed by a predator. Right. And this is just basic nature versus nurture. And the reason why sometimes we aren't vulnerable, it goes back to just on the very biological level. Um, it makes it, it tends to make us want to fight back mm. and kind of close ourselves to others because vulnerability. Lead, I mean, obviously, that's why they're back in the day um, in cities and in, 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 you know, in strongholds. Right. They built walls. Mm-hmm. The walls were to keep cities from being vulnerable and vulnerable to attack vulnerable to take over things like that and so here's the thing it's interesting most of us want to do more than just survive and we focus on the quality of our lives a lot of times but here's the thing that i'm realizing and as i was looking at farnham street is that they say we're social and we can live longer, healthier lives when we have people around us that we love and trust. But guess what? That requires of us. Uh, that requires of us a level of vulnerability. Uh, that requires of us the risk of vulnerability. But when you take that risk, there can be really great rewards. And I think that's what I liked about the article. Uh, we are all vulnerable in some way. We're vulnerable to accidents, misunderstandings. We're vulnerable to all kinds of things. It is a part of our lives, according according to Farnham Street. It truly, truly is. But if you are not vulnerable, if if you if you decide or you if you look at the reality of your life, as they say, and you you really embrace the concept of keeping walls up, then you'll continue to keep people out. Uh-huh. And so we can either acknowledge it, which is what Farnham Street said. You can acknowledge your vulnerability or not. Uh-huh. And so it's hard to be vulnerable, to allow yourself to go to that place. But it's also important yeah. to go there, to acknowledge that. And so Farnham Street said, some people pretend that they have no vulnerabilities. And those people can be frustrating to be around because everyone is vulnerable. Yeah. So if you're not acknowledging that you're vulnerable, you're not going to make a great friend or a great partner. And I think that that's the thing. We in America, I think we're really good for that. Like, I'm yeah. tough. I don't need anybody. I'm good. That's, I'm okay. Right? And I think that hurts us more in the long run. Yeah. 
Someone who goes on about how everything in their life is okay can't offer much insight into how to deal with things that are most definitely not okay. Mm. And that's what they say verbatim. Mm. Someone who thinks they're infallible tends to blame others when things don't work out. They can't admit to being wrong, which is another drawback to having them as a friend or a lover or what have you. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, one of the one of the top researchers on vulnerability, Brene Brown, she said the more afraid we are, the more vulnerable we are. The more afraid we are. We develop these lists of all the things we won't do and all the ways in which we won't engage with people in order to protect ourselves. Mm. And so I think that when we look at this, when we allow ourselves to open up, to be vulnerable, right? And I think this is important even for when we look at our mental health in particular, it's one of the reasons why we tend to have issues with intimacy, with our partners, mm-hmm. with our family, you know, and, and all these kinds of things is because we don't allow ourselves to, to open the door to vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And so when you create interactions with others that allow you to be yourself, to open up, to, to take a risk, to share how sad or hurt or even how happy or joyful you are. When you allow yourself to go there, it can be a real uh, opening, eye-opening a blessing for others too. When we're able to say, I don't know, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. I caused you pain. I sca- I'm scared. I cried last night. I'm struggling. Barnum Street says we free up energy when we do that mm. because we no longer have to put in the effort to maintaining the illusion that we're okay. Mm. That really set me free reading that. Mm. Knowing that I don't have to put in the energy anymore to maintain an illusion instead i can say you know what i'm struggling with this i'm having a problem over here i don't know how to figure this out yeah when we open up and we admit that we give people the opportunity to to safely admit their own vulnerabilities that hey me too yeah i agree with you i don't know how to figure this out either or we we may even hear back, I'm scared as well. Mm-hmm. I remember a year ago, I was struggling with that. Let me share this with you. Exactly. Right? So that vulnerability uh, can make room for deeper connections. So I, I think that that's really important as we as we go forward is I want you to look at your connections and I want you to ask yourself, why is it that I'm not able to be vulnerable with these people? Mm. Why is it that I can't open up and and open the door to sharing some things with the people that I say are in my circle? I feel this rejection and bitterness for being the strong friend. Why is that? Why do you characterize yourself mm-hmm. as a strong friend? Mm. As if that's some sort of badge that you wear that you're tired and bitter about, right? Mm. Because you're, you're bitter because that's not something that you wanted, Mm. but you also did not allow yourself to be vulnerable. You chose. Yes. I'm bringing up the word chose again. Mm. Mm. 
you allowed yourself to put up the wall. And so people automatically characterized you as a strong superwoman friend. And now you're upset Mm. because people don't see how to help you in your weakness Mm. and your vulnerability. So we strengthen our connection uh, with the people we're sharing with uh, when we allow ourselves to go there. Uh, And some people may not react favorably. I know I've been vulnerable Mm -hmm. at times and people have totally just not known what to do with that. And I think some people have experienced that and felt like, well, I can't be vulnerable because um, people haven't known, they don't know how to deal with me. But the reality is that doesn't mean you should stop being vulnerable, allowing yourself to open up. It it means that you have to, I think there, there are times where you begin to uh, open and trust uh, that your openness will open doors for the relationship to get deeper so that people will learn right how to talk with you but you Mm -hmm. if you never give them the opportunity how would they ever learn that's true i think wow yeah Yeah, absolutely and i love i just have to point that out that was so huge to me to hear you people have to learn how to be there for you when you you know how you need them yeah i think exactly Mm mm-hmm Exactly. And and it's relatable is what yep. Farnham Street says because you come clean about the downs you're experiencing mm. and and then sharing the ups, the things that, that are bringing you joy mm. uh, increases it increases that value as well. We learn through failure. Yeah. We do. Yeah. And we when we share those failures, it helps other people to identify too. Right. Because we're we you know, we hear the stories of how people made it big. But also it's better to hear how many times they fail. That's right. Because there is the relatability. And Mm -hmm. so they talk about being vulnerable, starting with being honest with yourself. How can you get better if you can't admit that you could be better? Oh, how are you going to be a better partner or friend if you can't admit that sometimes you aren't a great one? That's right. How will you learn from your mistakes if you don't acknowledge making any? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, really? Yeah. That to me is huge. And so I think when, you know, when I look at this article and I, and I, and I think about um, even what's going on right now, people... Are, are are struggling you know okay. when I when I you know take phone calls from all over the country I notice I hear the struggle in people's voices mm. they are calling because they have they feel like they have no one else to talk to yeah you know but when we share that vulnerability and we find people we can be open with um, we form connections that can be lifelong mm. that we will value and treasure for a lifetime you know, and I think that 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 is so important. It can serve as a litmus test for your close relationships, because if you can't be vulnerable with someone, why bother? That's right. why. Why? You, that's what, what Farnham Street said. Why? 
Why am I bothering with someone if I cannot open up and say, I'm scared, I'm afraid, I don't know how to handle this, or even, gosh, I'm really excited about this. Why? Because you're walking on eggshells because you're thinking, oh my gosh, this person is going to judge what I'm about to say, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So then you say, well, I'm not even going to share my happiness because I don't want them to rain on it. Mm. And so you know, look at who it is that's in your circle. Really evaluate that and ask yourself, am I able to be open? Yes, there's a risk involved. Yeah, There's a risk that you're going to be misunderstood. There's a risk that, you know what? People may not really care yeah. what you have to say. Yeah, But you also have to be willing to take that risk. That's right. Because how else do you build better relationships? How else do you grow? Put yourself out there. Yes, risk being hurt. We've all been hurt. Mm -hmm. You've also overcome. So create those meaningful interactions. But the only way to do that is to allow yourself to go there. Yes. You know, in the Bible, Mm -hmm. that's a great article. Mm -hmm. In in the Bible, the walls of Jericho came down. Mm. And, And really... That's that that has to happen in our lives too. Mm. We build strongholds that we think keep us safe, but in reality, it affects our relationships professionally, personally, it affects them. Yes. So you gotta allow yourself the capacity to open up the doors and let people in. I'm not saying you gotta have a Oprah on the couch moment where you're crying your eyes out with every single person. But I am saying I agree with Farnham Street. I think that if we allow ourselves to be more open, then our connections become even more meaningful and even more powerful. And I think we need that more than ever in this time of social distancing, in this time of uncertainty. Your vulnerability is going to unlock doors that nothing else will. Mm, Your your relatability is going to help you on jobs. It's going to help you with your family. It's mm. going to help you with your lover, with your partner, even with your children, those of you who have children. Because, no, mommy and daddy don't have all the answers. And you need to learn to be honest about that, too. That's right. Because if they see you as superhuman, then they will not know how to get out. These children won't know how to get out there for themselves because they'll continue to rely on you to fix everything. That's right. Absolutely. Show them your humanness. Show them your human side. Mm-hmm. And watch what watch what happens when you do that. Watch how your relationships improve. And for someone who can't handle it, that's going to be a a litmus test too, (laughs) because that may also show you someone that you need to treat, you know, with like, kind of like a a long handled spoon, Mm. literally that like, they need to be over there. Yeah. Way, way over there, like beyond six feet, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yes. And that's okay too. Because that does not mean that they're a bad person. It just means that you've learned some things about yourself and them and realize that they may not need to be as close as they once needed to be for you. Mm-hmm. So so I think it's a great article. Again, it's from Farnham Street. 
just discovered uh, this blog. And uh, again, the article is, is vulnerability a choice? And again, it's a reality of living. And I think that that's helpful uh, as we move forward is the reality of living. Yeah. Not just, oh, well, I'm choosing today to let someone in. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing not to, but more so um, I'm allowing myself to go here. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm allowing myself to keep my walls up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a choice. Yeah. In that, in that sense, I feel like there is that choice, but it is a part of our everyday lives. We choose what we want to do within that day. And I think that what Farnham Street is really saying is, do I want deeper connection or do I want to stay on the surface? That's right. So I really there like you go. That art. I've never yeah. heard of that before, but you know, I'm going to check them out because I, I completely agree with that. I think that, man, we're missing, so many people are missing out on so much connection yeah. because of being afraid to go deeper. And it's like, when I think about really living a full life, I can't think of one person who, who at least seems to be living a full life who hasn't taken risks. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. You got yeah. to. I remember going to the Wright Brothers Memorial, you know, uh-huh. first in flight. North Carolina is known for being first in flight. But I remember going to uh, to Kitty Hawk and out there to see where they took their first flight. Mm. And when you go through the kind of center of the museum uh-huh. and you see all the sketches and the journals that they wrote. Wow. And one of the brothers was just like, I don't know that we, I don't know that I can continue doing this anymore. Wow. I don't know. But, but even in writing that there was a vulnerability. Yeah. And they kept going and they got that plane off the ground and changed the face of aviation forever because Mm -hmm. now we can fly. Oh. But the reality was there was a point Uh where he had to also realize that, hey, we're taking this huge risk and I don't know if it's going to pan out. Yeah. There was a fear in what he wrote. He was afraid, but he also, even by exposing that fear, took the energy away from it. That's why I think journaling is so important, right? It took the energy away from that. And I think from there, you work toward Okay, so now, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm still going to go forward. He That's didn't right. quit. The brothers didn't quit. They, I, I think they, they lost some funding. They had some things that went on. It was, it's such an interesting, um, oh. interesting museum to go through and then to actually see the replica of the first plane. Yeah, wow. And, and like you see and you realize, you know, man, this took so many tries yeah. and chances and you see the diagrams that they drew and all the things all the different ways that they were trying to get it in the air mm. too heavy too much weight we got to use a different cloth we got to use a different uh method of this or that kind of mechanical material they had to keep going back and some of us are having to do those kinds of things yeah. too yep and it's scary but guess what? You don't become a history maker from just sitting and doing nothing. Mm, that's right. 
And so you have to be willing to be vulnerable, take the risk. And, and I think that that's what, that's where the biggest reward comes. Everyone loves a great success story, but Mm -hmm. not because of the finished product, but because of how many chances that and things you had to go through to get there Mm, that's right that's what people relate to and I think that that we all have those moments if we're willing to share them not only do we help others but we help ourselves that's right so anyway yeah that I think is important and for our mental health I think it's really essential you cannot hold up the wall forever because that wall sooner or later will break and when it breaks you don't want to be just alone because you've never allowed anyone to know who you really are that's right that's very good I really like that article yeah I do too mm-hmm. I appreciate Farnham Street I appreciate mm-hmm. you know just just us doing this this brain and body yeah. weekly and really devoting this time to mental and public health because I mean when we look at it God, we got to take care of ourselves. We do. We got to take care of ourselves with what we're putting in our body, what we're putting on our body, how we're thinking about our relationships and our lives and our relationship with ourselves. That's right. That's and that's it. And, you know, I think that's one thing that really has come out of this. And I hope that, you know, all of our listeners out there, I hope that you really take that away from our brain and body updates that, hey, we talk about putting yourself at the top of the list as well well this Mm -hmm. is part of it really and truly this is probably part of the foundation so yeah yeah I hope that you all are able to take that with you as you go through these and I hope that you listen back to our previous brain and body updates because there's really some good stuff there that can just again help us live better lives that's right and we're all for that and we challenge you to do that Yes. And so if you resonate with this, uh, please uh, leave us a, a message at anchor.fm slash bold standards. Check us out at that wednesdaylife.com um, and check out our show notes. I'm, I'm putting the links to the articles in the show notes and the details. So whichever way you're listening, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Radio, Public Overcast, iHeartRadio, whatever way that you're listening to this podcast on whatever platform, check out the show notes and then click on the article uh, to learn more about the articles we've talked about today. That's right. Yay. So (laughs) challenge yourself. Take care of yourself. We want you to be glowing from the inside out. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, y'all. Have a great one. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following Challenge.Courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao!